And welcome to night two of the Pro Farmer Midwest Crop Tour. We are in Nebraska City. The guys out east are in Bloomington, Illinois. I tell you what, this is, uh, it, it is billed as a discovery process. And every year it, it amazes me how much of a discuss, discovery process it really is when we get out here on the road. Let's not delay. Let's get right to the numbers. We've got Pro Farmer Senior Market Analyst Jeff Wilson with us. Jeff, what'd you find in Nebraska? Average crops. That's all you can say Dude, about I'm it. I'm all excited, and you'd come in with average crops. Seriously, that's what it is? It's an average crop. That's, okay. it's, it's good. All right. It's not great. Okay. It's definitely not horrible. All right. That's for sure. It is solid. All right, so here's mm-hmm. our numbers. 172.6 Bushels per acre is what we found on 307 samples across wow. Nebraska the past two days. That's wow. a lot of sampling. So that means we have the backing of the data to say that this is a pretty rock-solid number. Now, that's down 3.7% from a year ago right. when we had some pretty darn good numbers. What was USDA? USDA was 186, and they were down 3.1%. 31 versus the 37 it sounds like we're looking at pretty much the same crop. Pretty much the same crop. Yeah. And compared to the three-year average? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're actually up 2.9%. From the three-year average? From the three-year average. You know, Davis Michelson on AgriTalk this morning made a great observation, I thought. And I think it was when he was talking with Brian uh, from the from the Eastern Belt when he said, you know, it feels like everything's just like last year was just a great year. This year, all we're doing is coming back to average. I, that, that's what you're saying. We saw in Nebraska, Nebraska corn. Yes. Nebraska corn looks pretty wow. good. But wow. it's good. Tell me about dryland real quick before we get to the bean number. Dryland, what I measured was it had its ups and downs. I mean, the thing about it was we measured uh, in, in, in Nebraska yields that range from 50 bushels to 224 bushels. Okay. Okay, those bigger numbers are in the irrigated. Yep. So the irrigated numbers weren't way up there. Right. But I think the dry land crop was pretty good, so it didn't bring us down. So we're kind of we're average. Yeah. Yeah, you know how I like to describe that is when the irrigated yields are really good, you got uh, in Nebraska corn, you're pulling up from the top side, but when those dry land yields are hanging right in there, you're pushing up from the bottom, and I—that's what I felt I saw on my route all day. Right, right. Very good. We're, we're not pushing it down because of the because of the uh, irrigated being poor. Right. But you, you got a dry land crop that's in relatively good shape. It's held its own. It's gotten rains when it needed it, and it got planted. Looks like relative. I mean, the the amount of PP out there is not that big in in Nebraska. It's it's seven hundred sixty acres, eight hundred eight. 800,000 acres, but you don't see it like you saw in South Dakota yesterday. Nowhere near it. No. And it looks like it's going to get another rain tonight. I don't know if you saw that or not. Yeah. Yeah. Great, huh? Yeah. Get the tinglys out for the morning. What would you see in the beans? Can I say it? Sure. Average. Really? Average to, you know, I mean, it's it's a variable crop as well, but it works out to be about average. So here's our number, 1,210. That's down 6.9%. From 1,299 pods per three foot, 
by three foot square area. Yep. Now, looking at the three year average, yep. we're up zero point six percent. Zero point six. So it, it basically matched the three year average. Matched the three year average. USDA on their actual yield numbers, yep. not pod right. counts, they are down one point seven percent at fifty eight. From a year ago. From a year ago. Right. There is not a lot of pods out there, not a lot of blooms out there for us to gain much more yeah. than what the factory have today at 1,210 pods. Emily Carlin, um, area manager for Pioneer, is running the data for us out here on the road. Uh, she's my daughter, full disclosure. She's been doing it many years. She's the most qualified person that I know for it. Uh, but she made the observation that in many cases, there were more. There was more weed pressure in corn than there was in soybeans. Agreed. What the heck happened? I don't know, but I, those those, weird. those bean fields were green. All of, they were a green carpet. But There's, then when you walked in, there the are corn, some issues out there. Yes, but generally but. speaking, from a visual standpoint and a, a subjective, yep, going across driving seventy miles an mm-hmm. hour or maybe sixty-five. Sorry, don't incriminate yourself. I'm not. Anyway, it looks pretty good. I mean, that was, it really does. On my on my tour today, it was like that's what we kept commenting. The one thing I will say about the beans, no home, you know, knock them out of the park. You know, a lot of those big, ne- big, big. Nebraska's always got a couple around twenty eight hundred or three thousand. We did hit one over three thousand. Did we really? We did one. Uh, Might have been two. I know there's at least one. Okay, but we were getting. I was really impressed with our average in our car, which was around sixteen fifty. That's a really good average for 12 yeah. stops across the southern part of the state. Yeah. Okay. You could see Kansas all day. You sure you could if yeah. you looked. Yeah. I didn't peek. <laughs> but anyway, I just think it's uh, it, it's it's an average looking crop. It's got it doesn't have home runs, a lot of home runs, but it doesn't have a lot of you know strikeouts. There you go. There you go. It's an average crop. <laughs> Okay, back to bed. Yeah. No, it was an it was an awesome day in Nebraska. It's been an awesome two days in Nebraska. Uh like I said, the discovery process is pretty amazing out here on the crop tour and we went through it again today. There you have it. It's an average crop out in the western leg of the Pro Farmer Midwest Crop Tour. Jeff, thanks. I'm gonna kick you loose so that you can get to the meeting, okay? Thank you, Charles. All right. Very good. Let's let's go out to uh Brian Grady, Pro Farmer editor and the leader of the eastern leg of the Pro Farmer Midwest Crop Tour. Brian, let's jump right to it. What'd you find in, in Indiana? Well, Chip, the average corn yield in the state of Indiana came in at 161.46. That was down 11.4% from year ago. USDA on August 1 put their estimate at 166 bushels per acre. That was down 12.2%. So once again, we saw a percentage change that was very close to what USDA reported in its August crop estimate. On the soybean side of things, pod counts in a 3-foot by 3-foot square came in at 923.9. That was down a whopping 29.6%, so almost a 30% reduction there in Indiana after we saw pod counts down nearly 40% in the state of Ohio. So once again, uh, we saw uh, 
crop that uh, the pod counts just aren't there compared to a year ago. Now, a year ago was a big potted year across pretty much the entire Corn Belt, uh, but the uh, the pod counts this year are definitely low uh, in Indiana, coming in at under well under a thousand um, per three foot by three foot square. When we look at some of the factors involved on the corn side of things that drove the lower yield estimate or the much lower yield estimate, average uh, ear counts in a 60 foot of row came in at 93.7. That was down from 102.2 last year. Grain length also down, average 6.5 this year. Last year it averaged 6.7. The kernel rows around, they never vary much. They're always about 16, and they were again this year at 15.8. Row spacing, once again, doesn't change much. Uh, Usually around 30, and it came in at 29.7, so no real change there. We did collect 188 samples this year versus 173 last year. A large part of that is because we have more split routes, meaning that we have two drivers and they, they each take half a route. It's easier for uh, the two drivers to get uh, more samples combined than one would in total uh, over the course of that route uh, just because of a, a timing perspective. Now on the soybean side of things, the pod counts in three foot a row came in at 414.8 and that was down from 585.4 last year. The soil moisture rating uh, indicates that it's dry out there and, and while they did get rains overnight, uh, the soil moisture rating went from 5.1 last year down to 3.8 this year. Growth stage is less, not surprising there. 4.9 last year, 4.4 this year. Row spacing wasn't much changed. 13.4, or excuse me, 16.4 last year and 16.8 this year. And that pod count in a three by three square, like I said, 923.9 on 188 samples there. So uh, some pretty significant reductions, especially on the soybean side of things. I think after the first two days of crop tour going through, Ohio and Indiana. Uh, it, it's soybeans that are the story. The immaturity of both the corn and soybean crops is, is the overriding story and, and one that we knew. Uh, but looking at the data that we've seen through Ohio and Indiana so far, it uh, definitely is the soybean pod counts more than the corn yields that uh, that are the surprise or, uh, or the shocking factor, I should say. Now, um, you know, when, when we look at what these crops are going to need, they're going to need time. Uh, we did see corn that was a little bit more mature today in Indiana uh, than what we saw yesterday in Ohio and eastern Indiana. So uh, that that's, you know, it, it, it needs time. It just doesn't need quite as much time as what that uh, further eastern corn belt needs. And it's going to need some water as well to get it to the finish line. So uh, we're still talking about a, an extended growing season here to get the Indiana crop even on the western side where it's more mature than on the eastern side to the finish line and and uh, so you know just taking a step back and, and looking at everything I think that uh, uh, you know storyline remains about the same but uh, we'll see how if that changes at all moving forward into Illinois tomorrow uh, we did the eastern side of the state today and we'll do the western side of the state and have those final numbers for you on Wednesday evening uh, you know the we had more rains roll through the, the region today, and uh, that that did provide some or will provide some moisture for that crop to, to help it finish. But uh, the weeks on the end of the growing season are what are going to be important. 
Thank you, Brian. That's a lot of good information right there. We will talk to Brian again tomorrow night when he is in Iowa City, and we will be in Spencer. We're going to do the western three crop districts, crop districts one, four, and seven, north to south in Iowa on uh, Wednesday of the Pro Farmer Midwest Crop Tour. Brian will be making his way, finishing up Illinois and making his way into eastern Iowa before they make their way up to Rochester to hook up with me and Jeff and the rest of the group. Guys, thank you so much for listening tonight. Uh, For Jeff Wilson, Pro Farmer Senior Market Analyst, leader of the Western Leg, and for Pro Farmer Editor Brian Grady, leader of the Eastern Leg, I'm AgriTalk host Chip Flory. 